Woo! It's the boy, Bubba. Let's come in through. Ella, clutch, flawless. Can't be touched. It's your boy, Bubba. Let's. Yeah, I need that hot take. I need the truth and everything that is not fake. So tell me who's the goal. What's up, Bubba Bunch? And welcome back to another episode of the Bubba Let's Sports Podcast. Welcome to episode 141. And today, let's just let's just have a talk. This it's not anything specific. We're just kind of gonna roll with the punches, as someone used to say. And uh, let's let's just casually have a nice conversation. So grab a drink, grab a snack, and let's just chill out. Let's let's enjoy the time we have together. Cause last week was was a hard working week for for the Bubble Up Sports podcast. And, uh, I mean, I enjoyed every bit of it. We did everything that we could to, to come back stronger than ever. And we brought a new guest. And it's not the last time you're ever going to see them. Uh, we'll probably have Kevin on m- most of the time, really, especially with football season coming up. If we do anything Cowboys-related, most likely we'll have Kevin on the podcast. As far as Navarro goes, nice trip down memory lane. And that's a, that's, that's a nice start to, uh, to a lot more guests that I'm going to have on the podcast. Hopefully soon we're going to have a, a group of guys that, that really, really uh, made high school fun for me, especially in my first year covering uh, sports for Hanks. So hopefully we'll get them uh, this week, if not next week. But, uh, man, it, it's an exciting time. You know, I, I'm kind of getting back in the swing of things. You know, just got the call back to, to go back to work next week. So it's time to, to not order Wingstop. Every night, it's time to not eat like a piece of shit and uh, get back on the grind, man. That's with the podcast. It's with the gym. Just got done doing cardio at the gym and then ate a shit ton of fish. Feeling real nice. Real nice. Okay. So uh, let's, let's save the personal talk and my growth for, for later in this episode. But what I'd like to talk about is uh, a, a very serious note. And I haven't addressed this at all, uh, either on social media or on the podcast. And I feel that it's my my duty to use my platform in, in the best way possible. And there's 79 subscribers on YouTube. And there's, you know, I don't know how many listen to this on a, on a frequent basis on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Look, wherever you are and whoever you are, I want you to know that just because I am not portraying it on social media, just because I'm not speaking about it on on my podcast, doesn't mean I'm not doing my part. And what I'm talking about is the protest, the Black Lives Matter um, movement, and overall just the 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 fight for equality in this country, in the world, really. And that starts with black people that that starts with the minorities and then it'll transfer over to many others you know people that say like oh it should be all lives matter i agree with you but right now what our focus should be on is is black lives matter because of the social injustice and the discrimination that you're seeing with this police brutality just the overall perception of black people to a lot of people that you know focus on racism and discrimination in this country look I, I don't usually talk about politics. I don't usually go into serious note like this. This is, this is supposed to be a fun like podcast and and kind of a way to get away from all the, the stuff going on around the world. But this is important. 
This is definitely important for me to address, use my platform the best way possible, and to support you know, everybody out there that has dealt with racism, that has de dealt with discrimination and injustice. You know, George Floyd is just one of many that that has been ultimately affected and impacted just by his life and then by his family having to live with that because of the racism of of the police. You know, is it because he's a black man? Most likely. But it's also a fight to to really fight the system on a just a a really bad way of constructing justice and protection for our people and with so many i mean countless times of police brutality and even in these riots you're seeing more police brutality which is the whole reason why they're fighting in the first place this is a this is not just a, a small little thing that you're going to see on twitter it's not a small thing that's just going to go away stuff is going to change and i'm so happy for that you need change and the the sheer fact that it's taken us this long to to really make that change you know in in the the centuries and the hundreds of years of of having the united states you know, slavery and racism has just been around all the time you know even when the Emancipation Proclamation came into play a hundred years after the the United States was was really like declared their independence. You still had discrimination. You still had racism, and black people were not treated correctly. And even in the 20th century, even going into the 21st century, you still dealt with Jim Crow laws. You still dealt with the discrimination of black people, police brutality, and segregation. Most importantly, so. How can you say that we are in a good place and and you shouldn't be like affected at all by Black Lives Matter? Look, I I've dealt with some discrimination in my life, just being you know very. It, the perception is I'm white, I am a ginger, yet I have a Mexican background, so people just you know take that and whether it's they judge me because I'm Mexican and I get discriminated like that, or they just make fun of me for for where i came from and my background but it pales in comparison to what black people and what a, a lot of these minorities have to deal with on a regular basis i can never understand what they go through so this is our time to really show that we're behind them that we're behind black people that we're behind you know hispanics latinos it's our time to do that and peacefully is the best way to do that when you're going with a protest. And plenty of times have I seen a peaceful protest turn into something ugly because of the police, because of the SWAT, the riot teams. And that's a systemic issue. That's all in all what this is about. How can you say that the police are living up to their motto of serving and protecting the people when you are not serving anything peacefully you are throwing tear gas and hitting them with rubber bullets and f like fatalities are happening because of this and a lot of people are getting hurt by this and you're not protecting them you're the ones hurting them so why can't we do the one basic thing you're supposed to do as a policeman not all policemen are terrible not all policemen are are racist or or trying to hurt people but the amount 
of videos and the amount of coverage of police brutality cases happening on a regular basis right now they're happening because of the protest because of a simple you know traffic stop and it turns into something ugly i literally saw one at the gym and it wasn't george floyd it was another man and i believe arizona i can't remember the place but it happened again and it's the same thing over and over it's it's the police you know taking advantage of these people and these people are willing to cooperate or they just don't understand what's going on and the police are taking advantage of that and they're they're taking lives because of this and most of the time most of that time it's black people that are in these videos handled by a white cop and and that's just horrible that's disgusting to me that this continues to happen but you know why this continues to happen is the fact that when the police are not serving or protecting well, how about you look at the system that they're built off of in the government who are not protecting the people, that are not serving the people, that are serving themselves. How how long did it take for, for the United States to really start taking the COVID uh, virus seriously? How long did it really take before you feel like, oh, now we're getting stuff done? Even now, I feel like that's not what's happening. And it's really a matter of these local communities taking uh, charge and and really taking leadership because of that. But as the overall system, you know, we've talked about on this podcast before, it's like they were talking about how they're going to have, you know, open testing to a lot of major cities, you know, with the help of Walmart, Walgreens, CVS, whatever. And I've, I've never seen that. I have yet to seen that. And the, the whole like shortage of masks and hand sanitizer and all that. Well, it took them so long to really get that going. But it's very easy for them to get tear gas. And it's very easy for them to get rubber bullets that they're constantly using on a daily basis. And now, barely, we're restricting that with some of these states saying, oh, we, we got to restrict the use of tear gas or of rubber bullets. Oh, okay, so hundreds, maybe thousands of people are getting hurt by this, and now you think it's a good idea. Cool. Good job. But it's it's so easy for them to say, and it's by a man named Donald Trump, for him to, to really say, oh, this is like war. This is like, this is a fight against me. Like, they're disrespecting me, and they're disrespecting the flag. Don't get me started. We're going to talk about the Drew Brees thing, just because it's, it's tied into sports, so... I like to talk about it, but when all he's doing is tweeting that there's a conspiracy theory with some of the, the protesters, the 75-year-old man, if you haven't seen the video, it's all over Twitter, where he got pushed by one of the, the riot teams and hit the back of his head, his ears started bleeding. I don't know what condition he is in. I hope he's in better condition because I, I think he was in an unstable um, state uh, when, when it initially happened. But just watching that video, like, there's no reason for that to happen. Like, he, he wasn't a threat. He wasn't doing anything. He was just, at, at most, he was arguing or debating with a, a right team member. But to push a 75-year-old man, what do you accomplish with that? What, what do you accomplish? What do you accomplish with, with arresting journalists that are doing their job, that are trying to get out the word to these people and making them understand what's happening? You are taking amendments you're taking rights off the table because you want to put down your foot and say no this is how we're going to do things if you get rid of all the protests if you get rid of all these things that are happening 
what does that accomplish? Like, what, what at the end of the day is going to happen? We're going to go back to normal? Well, the normal is the issue here. The normal is racism. The normal is discrimination. And that's what this all is about. Personally. And, and I'll be straight up honest. I will not protest. I am not comfortable with it. I, I don't think I am the type of person to do that. And I have nothing against people that actually do that. But I think right now with the whole COVID situation and still up in the air of like how severe this is, you know, all these reports are, are contradicting themselves of like how severe it is. Is it that contagious? But it's also like if you're in a group of people, like you, you are at a higher risk of doing that. But at the same time, I I just don't feel comfortable. Like if, if shit hits the fan at a protest, ooh, man, I, I just I have a fear of that. But that does not mean that I'm not doing my part. I have contributed, I've donated, and I've signed petitions. And and this is what my message is to you. However you feel comfortable about going, you know, about your your influence and your impact in this type of situation right now with this crisis going on, whether you want to protest, whether you want to donate, whether you just want to sign petitions, do what you feel is right. That is all up to you have the right to do that. And nobody can tell you what to do. Don't let the fucking orange man in the White House tell you what to do. You know, like, it's, he's holding up a Bible upside down and saying like, oh, like, I, I'm not racist. I'm not, it, it, it's a matter of him, his actions that are proving otherwise. No matter what he says, I never want to hear what he come, what comes out of his mouth. I don't believe it. I never believed it. And his actions are speaking louder than his words for sure. And this is why these protests are getting stronger, why these protests are getting, you know, around the, the, the country. I mean, I, I, I read the report to where this was like the first time in, ooh, I don't know how long, to where all 50 states were protesting. And that's amazing, man. Like that, that shows that there is something to, to happen. There is something to change. And I'm so happy for that, that protests are happening and this is ultimately going in the right direction. It's going to it's going to take lives, it's going to take a lot of frustration and some bad bad things to happen. But it's it's for the right cause and I respect the hell out of anybody that protests. I respect the hell out of them. But I feel more comfortable with just you know donating, signing petitions that are for the right cause. And, and using my platform, I feel like this is the best way for me to do that. And I'm sorry that it took so long to do this. I don't want to disrespect anybody. I am right there with them as far as what I believe is right. The equality should have been the, the, from the very beginning. And that's what the United States stands for is united under uh, like, like literally the Pledge of Allegiance is talking about equality and like we're liberty, freedom for everybody around and that includes black people yet at the same time when when they were making that they were making the flag oh those, those people had owners or they had slaves and they were the slave owners and they were very racist but that's not the point we have changed as a society and we have grown to a more open and very i guess you could say a, a, a more diverse and openly minded type of society 
to where now the minorities are the majority. Now the the whole idea of you know homosexuality and the whole idea of you know ethnicity is isn't a time where like if you still believe in in racial profiling, if you believe in discrimination, why the where where have you been? I cannot imagine myself being so angry at someone because of the skin of their color. That makes no sense to me. Yet that still continues to happen in this country. And it happens at a very high level. A very elite level in Washington, D.C. So you got to go at them. You got to go you know, as much as you can and help as much as you can. Whatever best way you, you think is possible. So I will continue to to sign petitions and and keep myself educated on this whole aspect. And don't feel that you need to be the one that is forced to do that. And what I mean by that is like, look, when you see it on social media, that's great. We are so connected with the world and so connected with the people around us that we can see if there's a protest going on in Fort Worth, in El Paso, whatever it is. Um, in a matter of seconds. But it also is a bad way of looking about this because it's such an easy way for like influencers, for people that want to get attention or they just want to be a part of the, the trend and say, oh, well, I did this. Well, I did that. Don't feel obligated to just put it on social media just because you have to. I, I am not doing this podcast. I'm not doing this right now and, and talking about this this topic because I have to not because I'm forced to it's because I want to it's an important thing to talk about and I feel like a lot of people value what I have to say and I I feel sorry that I didn't want to talk about this sooner I just didn't know how to go about this on a sports podcast and I don't think a lot of people want to hear this but it has to be said it has to change and I hope that anybody that has dealt with racism or feels horrible and impacted by this whole situation, that you're safe, that you feel that you feel safe and you're happy on how things are going or that where they're going to go after everything is said and done. And I'm right there with you. We are in this together as a community, as a society. Equality for all is all you want. And the fact that it's taken this long for that to happen is downright disgusting. And it should change right now to where no matter who you are, no matter where you're from, you are judged by your character and your actions, not by the skin of your color or the color of your skin, excuse me, or, you know, where you were born, what ethnicity you are. That that should never come into question, whether it's a job, whether it's friends, whether it's the president, it doesn't matter. It is your character at the end of the day and who you are as a person. Doesn't matter your skin color. It, do, it really doesn't. So please do whatever you have to do to get the word out, to make that change and do whatever you feel is comfortable. Don't force yourself into anything you're not comfortable with. Just make sure you do it safely and you do it in, in your way. You do it your way 
and don't let anybody else tell you what to do. You know, we got to get through this together. We got to grow stronger. And you start to see the people that are right there with you and the people that are being left out. And believe me, those people that are being left out because of what they believe in, or they're, they're going to be punished, all right? They're definitely not going to be um, friended by a lot of people after this. So with that said, I hope this kind of gives you a brief understanding of where I'm coming from and how, what, what I'm doing. Um, but just keep yourself educated and, and do, do your part. Just do your part. It doesn't matter what you do, do it. Like, I, I don't want to like sound like the guy's like, oh, well, these protests are stupid. No, like do what you want to do. I don't want to protest because that's just, that's just not comfortable with me, but that doesn't mean I'm not doing anything and I, I'm doing this. So I feel like this is a good way of me showing you guys without being forced, without being obligated to do it, what I believe in and what I believe is right. So thank you for listening to that. Um, briefly, let's talk about Drew Brees and what's going on with that. Look, man, what, what he first said, and he brought it back to the whole Colin Kaepernick and how he kneeled for the national anthem. It... The fact that that somebody, uh, actually, no, there's a lot of people that still believe that the whole reason why Colin Kaepernick was kneeling, and a lot of these other NFL players did as well, was because he was trying to disrespect the flag and disrespect this country. It's so stupid. You got to educate yourself, and you got to go out of your way to make sure you understand both sides. There's the side that says, oh, he's doing this um, as a black man and he's trying to disrespect the flag because white people are disrespecting his people, which is a horrible way to look about it, but that's what people, and that's what a lot of people took that as. Then you have the other side, where it's the right side, in Collar Kaepernick saying, this is about police brutality and social injustice. How long have we been dealing with social injustice and police brutality to black people? George Floyd ain't the, the first one, and he ain't the last one. How many, how many cases can, can you name of a black male or female being mistreated by police, most of the time by a white person, a white police officer, and hurting them, taking their lives, even though they did nothing wrong? Or... It was so minuscule that it didn't, it shouldn't have led up to that point. You need more than two hands. You need more than both your feet, two hands, and whatever else you got on your body. It's, it's ridiculous how many times this has happened. And so how, how can Colin Kaepernick or how can anybody go on the field with a, a huge following and a huge platform to use this for? And sing the national anthem or, or respect the national anthem where it stands for, you know, proud to be an American, proud to to represent this country and, and support this country when all it's been supporting is racism and discrimination by the highest level. And how can I support a country that deals with the mistreatment and the discrimination of minorities on a regular basis? 
And what he did was go out of his way to reach out to military personnel, to people of the military, servicemen and women, and say, look, this is what I believe is going on in this country, and I don't like it. So would what would you think is the best way for me to really protest but not disrespect any of you? I I love the servicemen and women of this country because you guys protect us and, and allow us to, to, to do what we want every day. But you got to understand that this is more than just being an American. This is about change that needs to happen, and it needed to happen for hundreds of years. And he asked the servicemen and women, would you be okay with me kneeling during the national anthem by these grounds of social injustice and discrimination? They said, go for it. Yet nobody wants to look into that part of the story. They just want to see a black man kneeling during the national anthem with a bunch of white people around him. That, that's the, the, the tunnel vision that a lot of these people are seeing. And it's horrible. And that's what Drew Brees was seeing. He just saw it as kneeling during the national anthem. You're disrespecting this country. Um, there's a picture of Drew Brees kneeling during the national anthem as well. So you're being a hypocrite there. And then you are in a very heavy black community in Louisiana. And you have plenty of black uh, teammates how can you just completely disrespect them who have dealt with racism all their lives that have been silenced by a lot of people of the white color and not try to hear them out or try to understand where they're coming from? How could you understand that at all and just say, oh, they're disrespecting the flag? You know what was disrespecting the flag? When in 1776, all these white founding fathers who wrote, We the people and United We Stand, Justice for All, went home that day and told their slaves to do work. There's a a disconnection there. Drew, there's there's a disconnection there, Mr. Trump. And that's why we're kind of doing this whole thing. This is why the whole protest happened. And for you to just be oblivious to that and just say, no, no, that's not what it's all about. Is really, really horrible for, for I thought, a smart man, a, a really respected man in the NFL and in the community. For him to say that was downright shocking. I mean, if it comes out of Trump's mouth, I don't. I, I mean, it's it's basically like him just spewing out what what he says on a regular basis. But Drew Brees, that's where I have a problem with that. He he came out, said his apologies, and he he started to to hear out his teammates and started saying, oh, "Look, this is more than just the flag. This is more than just kneeling." And it it took him long enough, and I think this was just damage control. Look, man, I think Drew Brees is a great guy. It's just a lapse of judgment, and I hope that it doesn't happen again. I can't, I can't tell you he's a great guy. He's, he's not racist or whatever, but those are some questionable comments, to be honest. But then for Trump to come in and say, oh, yeah, it is about the flag. 
you need to shut your mouth. You, like, oh, man, dude. Oh, it's, this year sucks, right? But once you start looking at it glass half full, you got to think about it. If, if this all works out, if this all happens like I think it'll happen, um, and that's depending on whether COVID gets better or worse. I think it's going to get worse. And there's reports that, you know, more cases are coming in because of the, the more like openings and the, and the freeing of, of guidelines and stuff, even though there shouldn't be opening up everything. Like it's like for El Paso to start opening up everything yet. They have the most cases reported ever since it started a little questionable, but you know, what do I know? I guess. Um, and then just the whole protesting and the change that needs to happen in, in this country, you're still going to have those people that are, are going to be disgusting and they're going to be horrible human beings on just viewing people by the color of their skin, by their background, minorities, they're going to continue to do that. That's never going to go away. And that's sad to say, but it's real. But we need what we need to do is make them uncomfortable enough to where now they're the minority, if you get what I'm understanding. Now they're the small group that that wants to fight for change, but they ain't gonna do it because there's way too many of us that are going out there and saying equality. That no matter who you are, where you come from, it's by your character. If you're a nice human being, I don't care what color you are. I don't care where you come from. And that's what that's what this whole country should be about. That's what the whole world should be about. Yet, we're in 2020. And we're still not there. That's stupid. That is so dumb. But hopefully one day we get to the point where to where, you know, I hear someone speak atrocities about other people and racism, discrimination, anything like that. And they are bombarded by hate. They are bombarded by, by the people that stand by what's right. Or we can go about it as we just, you know, like Gerald McCoy said, and I love Gerald McCoy, man. I love that he's a cowboy now. What he said uh, on Colin Coward's show today was spread the love. And this is exactly what this country needs. This is what the world needs, man. And that's what I try to spread in these podcasts and, and just in my life. Like, I hate to be, like, a bearer of bad news or a hateful person, a very, like, negative person. I try my best. I have my moments, man. Like, this whole thing has just been awful for me. But I, I've grown better. I, I, I've learned that I can't be negative all the time because that just puts me in a much more negative position. I, I want to be happy. I want to be in a better place. And that's why I try to spread to everybody else. And that only grows, that continues. That's a ripple effect that, that could help this country. You know, but we got to get rid of those hateful people. We got to get rid of them or we got to teach them. We got to educate them. We got to educate a lot of people. So, yeah, I mean, I hope all of you guys are safe. I hope all of you guys are, are, are doing great things in your life. It's been hard to be in communication with a lot of people, but... Let's see where this goes. Continue to be safe. Continue to, you know, do your part 
as far as like the protest, whether it's that or the COVID situation, make sure you're taking care of yourself, man. Like I went to the gym and, and they did a very good job of, you know, like spreading six feet apart, um, you know, a certain amount of people in the building, wiping down everything, like let's say machines or, or free weights, like make sure to clean them before you use them or after you use them and just do your part. And that's all we can do. You know, no, we don't know how severe this, this COVID is. Some say that you can't just get it from a surface, but some say that you can. And I'm seeing like great clips getting 140 people sick by just getting haircuts. And that scares the shit out of me. But just be careful, man. Just be careful. You know, 30 minutes in, and I've just been, you know, speaking my mind, man. I, uh, yeah. There's been a lot to think about. I overthink a lot, man. Um, but, uh, I've, I've talked to some people about this and most of the people listen to this podcast. So, you know, this goes out to you guys, but you know, this, this has probably been probably the toughest time other than like maybe one other time, like freshman year of college to where it's been, it's been probably the worst, um, you know, staying inside and, and having to just be limited on what you can do. It's it was gonna be tough from the very beginning, but I didn't know it was gonna be this bad because then you just get your you start doing stuff that you don't think will affect you in that way, but they just do. Like I've learned so much in in just these last few weeks to where what I eat is ultimately one of the main reasons why I can't sleep, why I go to bed like 8 a.m. and I can't even fall asleep then to where I wake up feeling like crap you know I have a headache almost every day you know you know I feel sick but I'm not sick um and just my attitude you know like um I I I ordered a lot of food you know dash pass or the, the DoorDash really got my money yeah I, I still have done a, a pretty good job of of saving my money due to employment. Um, but you know, I spent a lot of that on food and if I had just maybe switched up once or twice, like instead of Whataburger or Wingstop, maybe get a salad, maybe just eat some fruit from home or just not even eat at all when I'm not even that hungry, I wake up feeling better. I'd wake up, you know, want to get something going in my day. And I feel like today was the first day, really, where I felt like, okay, there, there's nothing I, I'm going to excuse. Like, there's nothing I can say to, to make up for the fact that I can't go to the gym or that I can't get shit done today. You know, I, I was like, I was really wanting to do a podcast yesterday, but my body just wouldn't let me do it. My mind wouldn't let me do it. And that's, I don't want to do that. I want to make podcasts. I want to talk about a lot of stuff. So I got to... I got to wake up. I, I got to not just like physically, but mentally and going back to work. It, it kind of gave me like that attitude adjustment and that wake up call to where like, I'm going to go back and people are going to be like, dude, you gained some weight. I did gain some weight. Not, not a fan of it. Not proud of it whatsoever. I just kind of fell into this, like this mindset where I'm just like, I'm okay with it. Like I'm okay with being shitty. I'm okay with being uh, like fat or unhealthy because because who's going to see it? Like, 
like all you guys see is like my face and like my upper body but like you don't see me on a regular basis so like you don't like what's the point of getting a haircut what's the point of like taking care of myself um with what i eat and what i do and that that was like that was like two months and the way i acted too the way i acted was worse because i would i'd be i'd just be like a, a really hurtful person or a really like stubborn person and ultimately yes i am that but i do it for the right reasons i don't just do it because i'm a stubborn piece of shit but that's how it was like i would just just go off on people or i just get really like irritated easily and that's when i know that like i'm just not having a good day or a good week it's like i just the small little things get to me every little thing gets to me and it just you know continues but like let's say for today like i had to wake up super damn early because i had people come over to to fix uh the washing machine and then fell back asleep and that was the worst decision because i might as well have just slept that entire time and woke up feeling like crap you know from eating bad stuff last night and just said oh, i won't go to the gym oh well, I don't know what I'm going to do. I'll start tomorrow. Whenever I just sat there and the rooster texted me and said, how was the gym? And I felt like so mad at myself and disappointed myself to where I was just like, in the middle of the text. I was like, no, fuck it. You know what? I'm going to go now. Like there, there's like, I have time. I, I, I know what I have to do. And if I just go to the gym for an hour and just run, then, then let's do that. You know, I, I started making a tease of like, oh, well, what if like the gym's packed and, you know, what if their guidelines, like, I don't fit that or whatever. And that's the hardest part for me is just, like, doing it. It is going out there and doing it rather than, like, when I'm doing it, when I'm at the gym, I'm going hard. I, I focus and I, I do my best and I push myself. But it's getting there. That's the hardest part. But I knew exactly, like, when I got there, I was like, look, man, you're here. So let's let's get it going. And I, I push myself. You know, I, I'm hurting right now. I am tired as all hell, which is a good feeling. Like, it's a really good feeling because I earned this, this, uh, this like, fatigue. Or I've earned this tiredness. I didn't just, like, sit at my desk and play Call of Duty for, like, 12 hours and get mad at it. Or I was just watching TV for 12 hours, not doing anything. And then, you know, being on my phone the entire time. Like, dude... I have been on my phone maybe like at most an hour today. And I love it. I love it. You know, if I could, honestly, if I didn't have this podcast and I I didn't have the, I guess you, won't, I guess you could say obligation, but like putting myself out there and, and trying to build my brand, I would not be on social media right now. I, I would take a break, bro. Because it's just, it's hard. It's super hard when, like, you, you're you so used to going on Twitter and, like, seeing a funny tweet or something like that. And then you just see all the protests and, like, police brutality and all that. It's hard. But that's also, again, like, that's what we need. That's what we need to see right now. Because we need that change. Um, But, yeah, it's, it's like, I got to be on social media to build my brand. But it also, I got to be on social media to, to see those things and educate myself. But ultimately, like, I don't want to be on my phone as much right now. And this is where I get into more of just, like, the personal things, man. Like, if, if you would have talked to me, like, three, three, four weeks ago, I, I was probably at the worst part of my life. 
Or just, like, one of the worst. Man, like, dude, I could not, like, get up and motivate myself. I couldn't do anything. I, I genuinely didn't want to do anything. And in the back of my mind, I knew that I was doing it wrong. I knew that eating this burger, eating this this other bad food, and not going out, even taking a walk or getting some fresh air, I knew it was bad for me. Yeah, I didn't do anything about it because I was like, what's the point? And that just fell into a lot of other stuff that had been going on in my life, you know. And now it's like, okay, we're kind of at, at, at the rock bottom, if you can call it that. And you can only go up from there. So it's a matter of my character and the way I, I treat myself. I got I to gotta see my worth, man. Like, it's always funny to talk about, like, oh, he's a king. Oh, like, like you drop your crown, that type of stuff, which I love. I, I, I think that's always funny. But I, it's another thing to, to actually, like, act that out or to actually take that serious for yourself. Uh, I, I've really discredited my worth and what I bring to the table or what I'm capable of for a very long time. And I'm the type of person to where I, I I told myself this like I I make myself happy and I am happy when other people are happy when I make other people happy. So if I make them smile, my, I make them laugh. You know, even just conversating with other people and seeing their side uh, of their life that makes me happy. I I love doing that, and this is probably one of the main reasons why I do this podcast because I want to make people entertained. I, I want to make people happy. And give them something, you know, give them something worthy uh, of their time. And the amount of love and support that I've gotten over these last couple of weeks, man, like that, that's, that's a great feeling. And it, it was a day by day type of thing. You know, I'd have my days, man, where I was just like, just hard on myself. You know, I, I would go to bed and just think of all the things that were going wrong. Instead of the things that I could have done better or that are going right. So for me to to always do that, like that's that's the main reason why where I'm going to bed late, waking up late, and then waking up unmotivated or just not wanting to do anything. But now it's like, okay, you know, you're not perfect. You're you're definitely not in the the best place of your life it's not the best place in the world right now but you, you still you still got your life you still got plenty of things to 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 be appreciative of and a lot of things to uh to really push forward and i think one of these things is this is this podcast i i've been doing it for what maybe eight nine months now and I'm not even like tired of it. I'm not tired of it. I want to do more. It's hard to do it with no sports going on. You know, we'll talk about the NBA coming back, and we'll talk about all these other sports coming back. But for now, it's like not not for another month, not for another two months, really. We'll see what happens because we just it's all up in the air. But I'm gonna do my best, man. That's why I've I've brought some more people on here just to to make it refreshing. This is the first time we've done it by ourselves in a long time, but 
that's a good thing, man. This this is this is what we need. And uh, now I'm feeling good, man. I'm feeling better. I'm not gonna say I'm in a great place right now, but I'm definitely seeing some improvement, man. Like you, even just the people that that you give your time to, the the way that you you are treated by people, you start to see who's really not there for you. You start to see like who really doesn't care. I followed a, unfollowed a lot of people on Twitter and Instagram. And I'm not sorry about it. I'm really not. Because the main reason why is like either they wasted my time. Either they're not worthy of my time. Or I just don't talk to them. And I'd rather have a, a smaller group of people that I talk to than a larger group that I barely talk to or don't talk to at all. A lot of people where I'm just like, dude, I haven't talked to you in like two years. And even when we did talk, like it wasn't, it wasn't fun. It wasn't in enjoyment it was just like like i knew you weren't into it or i knew that you didn't care so why should i so it's whatever man like like i i'm happy about that i tweeted out know yourself know your worth and uh yeah dude i i'm definitely not close to knowing myself not at all i mean i got a lot to learn I got a lot to to think about, but just taking those small little steps of like, you know, when you notice that people just aren't worthy of your time, like stop giving them your time because that's, you, I've had so many times where I'm just like, that was, that was terrible. Like, why did I do that? And it's like multiple days, weeks where I'm just like, oh my God, did I really just waste that much time on this one person or these people? It's it's got to stop because that happened a lot during this quarantine. And now that I'm going out there a little bit more, going to the gym, going to go to work, starting to see a lot more people that I actually do care about and I, I want to spend time with. Cool, man. Like I'm I'm happy with that. And now a lot of it has to do with being on the phone, being on social media, and kind of just living in that world that I used to live in, where I'm just like always on my phone and always trying to put myself out there in the wrong ways. There's right ways, but I definitely did some wrong ways. And yeah, I mean, I know that, that it's going to be a long journey for sure. Like I ain't going to just lose his belly tomorrow or I'm not going to, you know, find the greatest people in my life tomorrow. But what I need to start thinking about more is, I'm on my journey. I'm on my lane. And whoever wants to join that can go right ahead. And then I start to see, you know, if they're if they're worthy or not. But I can't just, you know, stop on my journey and see if someone's worthy or see if it's worth my time. It's got to be fluid. It's got to be on the way over. And whoever wants to get on, like, um, whoever wants to get on the train with me, because they see who I am, they they see the the or the the potential, the success that I can have, and they want to be right there with me. Dope, like let's do it together. Because I I ain't trying to do this thing anymore where I'm trying to seek out, I'm trying to find people, and I'm trying to find like let's say like a, a girl. Like I can't be like thinking, oh, she might be the one. Oh, she might be the one. Oh, she might be the one. So let's give it a shot. No, I'm tired of like 
putting myself out there and being completely ignored. I'm tired of that. Because, like, what, what, dude, dude, I'll keep saying this, and I'll say this to the day I die. Most of these girls got an IQ of a potato. Okay? I, I literally can't have an intellectual conversation with, with most girls. And yet, I still give them the time of day. I'm stupid for that. And I'm responsible for that. So let's let's stop. Let's let's like just completely right now. Let's just say to me, Bubba, you're stupid. You're better than that. I am better than that. Because I know my worth. I'm a king, man. I need my queen. But I don't need her right now. I don't need her. I want her. As I should have I should have paired I should have phrased it better. I want her. But I don't need her. She'll come along. And it's the same thing with friends. I can make friends. But right now, who needs friends? I got my people. I got my people back in El Paso. I got my people here. Why can't I just rock with them? Why do I need more? I don't need more. So, if I unfollowed you on anything, eh, I, I don't know what to tell you. Um... And if you're right there with me, you're on my bandwagon, you're part of the Bubba Bunch, the true Bubba Bunch, and you're enjoying everything I do, and you appreciate me for who I am, you're a real one, and I wish I had like a drink or something to like salute, but uh, I don't. I, I finished my water, so this is kind of awkward how we're going to end this podcast. But uh, 50 minutes in, man, and I've, I got a lot off my chest. Remember when we like we were like weeks into the quarantine and I did that episode where I shaved my head and I, I was in a really bad place and I said that I needed to change? This is it, man. Like this, this is what I need. So what the wake-up call. Reality check. So check it off because this, this, man, this is the bubble Lutz. This is the bubble Lutz you're going you're gonna, to you're gonna have. For, for a long time. So it's, some would say cocky. I've heard it before. <laughs> Never mind. Confident. A king. Man of the people. But just give it a few months and I'll be buffer. I'll be jacked. You know, I'll occasionally have that water burger. I'll occasionally have that wing stop. Because you can't, you can't just take away wings from me. You just can't. No, no, no. No, no, no. I'm just going to have it in moderation. You know, we're going to have it, you know, after working out six days a week, five days a week. Take that day off. Take that, that cheat day. Get, get a nice eight-piece combo for Wingstop. Get some lemon pepper. Get some manganero. Nice seasoned fries. Maybe lay off the soda. Maybe go for... For no drink at all and stick to your water. Or at most do a Sprite because it's it's lighter. And just enjoy yourself. But know exactly in that moment after you're done eating. And say that was really good. That tomorrow you're going to have some grilled chicken. You're going to have some white rice. You're going to have some fish. Have all the fruit in the world if you want to. Because it ain't going to happen back to back. For Wingstop. Nuh-uh. No, they, they're already taking enough of my money. 
DoorDash has taken enough of my money. I don't play anymore. I don't play. If you're watching this on YouTube, look me in the in, in the in the fucking eyes. Okay? If you're listening to this, imagine me looking in your eyes. This is a changed man right here. Day one. Jim ate fish, vegetables, and had been drinking plenty of water, nothing else. Might have myself an Arizona tea, just because feeling a little frisky. But that is all. That is all I'm doing. No pizza bagels tonight. No Wingstop, no McDonald's, no Whataburger. We out here living our best life. 2028 the year. But that doesn't mean we quit. Let's get every cliche motivational quote in this podcast. Rome wasn't built in a day. The grind don't stop. That's all I got. I, I don't know. It's day one, man. Like, give me a break. All right? I got to learn some more. You know, put it in the comments down below. Give me a motivational quote that you think is worthy of Bubble Let's and the Bubba Bunch. Is that it? I think that's it. I, I think we've talked enough. I think I've been annoying enough for about 52 minutes. Thank you so much for joining us on this episode of the Bubble Let's Sports Podcast. Guys, 79 subscribers on YouTube. We are 21 away from 100. Share this channel with your grandma. Share this channel with your son. Share this channel with your um, neighbors, uh, dogs, um, that weird cli- that the weird kid down the block that picks his nose. Share this with your uh, local establishments and share this to the uh, person at the drive-through of the next fast food place you go to. Um, and I guarantee you, we will get to 100 subscribers. And if you're listening on Spotify or a podcast, make sure to follow the podcast and like it and retweet it. Do all that shit on social media because I ain't going away from social media. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for being a part of the Bubba Bunch. And we'll see you next time on the Bubble Up Sports Podcast. Yeah, hold on. Tell me who's your top five quarterbacks right now, dead or alive, huh? And how much do you care about a ring if the best player got carried by the team? Mm. Now, would you lose if it meant a better draft pick?